Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. What is going on, Diesel Nation? We're excited to have you guys with us today on the Diesel Podcast. If you're watching this on YouTube and aren't subscribed, make sure and click the subscribe button, turn on notifications, like and comment. Let us know what uh, if there's other questions you have about the episode or maybe a guest or topic you want us to cover. We're always checking comments on YouTube. Love hearing from you guys. And when you engage with our episodes, it helps us reach other diesel enthusiasts. People are looking for the same answers or same information you are. We want to make sure that um, you know, when our guests come on and the companies that aren't talking about their products, it reaches many people out there help them save some money or fix a problem that they're having on on their truck so it goes a long way to help us on today's episode i'm going to be chatting with jordan from dirty diesel customs we had chatted with him last year about uh six seven power strokes and his race truck and a bunch of different things they're working on at the shop i wanted to catch up with them see what they've got planned for 2023 um see what's what's new around the shop they've got some really cool products and some things that they're working on so i'm really looking forward to chatting with him today before we get to it though i want to give a shout out to some of our sponsors who help us do the Deuce podcast um help us with content or and you know they're vital and integral to our success um you know duramax trucks are incredibly popular it's about a third of you who listen you know every week who have a Duramax and DMAX store is a really cool place. They specialize in just Duramax trucks, whether you got an LB7 or L5P, anything in between. That's their passion. That's their bread and butter. I know a lot of times when you guys reach out to us, um, you say, hey, I just picked up this LLY or this LBZ or this LML and I'm fighting this problem with it and I've taken it to shops. I can't find the issue with it. This is what these guys do day in and day out. So if you're having an issue with a truck, looking to maintain it, maybe you just bought something and you're just wanting to avoid, you know, maybe some uh, some issues before they pop up, whether it's with suspension or heating, cooling, transmission lines, really anything in between. Make sure and reach out to those guys. Just jump on the dmaxstore.com, or you can call them at eight seven seven four my dmax. They love chatting about Duramax trucks. Um, you know, if you jump on their site and you need help with something, or you're trying to plan out a build or a maintenance schedule give them a call, send them a message. Um, they're on Instagram, they're on Facebook as well, super responsive to messages. Uh, so we appreciate their support. And for you guys out there that are looking to make sure that you keep your Duramax on the road or make it run you know, better than it did from the factory, those guys can definitely help you out and get you taken care of. Also, Kershaw Knives, we appreciate our friends over there offering a discount code just for you guys. If you use code diesel20, you get 20% off site wide, which is huge. It's not just a special one time weekend thing. Um, if you listen to the diesel podcast, enter that code at checkout, you get 20% off. So if you are a knife enthusiast, you love um, different types of blade materials and opening mechanisms, handle materials, want to add something to your collection, or just something you need for utility, something to throw in a toolbox, um, in your glove box, or just have on you at the job site or something like that. They've got something for any budget. So make sure and check out Kershaw Knives on Instagram, Facebook, um, jump onto their website. Um, anything you add to your cart, just enter code diesel20, get 20% off right then, and they'll get your order shipped out right away. All right, let's get to today's podcast with Jordan from Dirty Diesel Customs, talking about what's new at the shop, some new products that they got, and what's going to be new for his race truck in 2023. Jordan, welcome to back to the Diesel Podcast. I had a, I had a ton of fun chatting with you last time about uh, six sevens and six seven power strokes and dynos and making good power with them. And I follow you guys on Instagram, and you're always working on really cool stuff. So look forward to chatting awesome. with you today and kind of catching up a little bit. Yeah, thanks, man. Thanks for having us on. Uh, it's always good to 
to catch up and uh, we like supporting you guys love what you do listen to it all the time so we definitely definitely appreciate it and there's so many cool things that <clears throat> i mean diesel moves so fast and i think when we chatted this summer you know we we're talking about dynos and six seven performance and stuff like that but it seems like month to month things are always changing and progressing so i wanted to you know see what's been new at the shop what are some cool projects maybe you guys have worked on or some new new products that are out there just what's you know what's kind of been going on since we chatted last yeah well i think since we chatted last we were doing uh we were checking out that new we had a 22 power stroke we had bought um we did some testing on it just some dyno testing because uh at that time edge had just you know kind of released that uh these trucks were putting out way more power than they were their spec to put out so yeah we dynoed ours and bone stock we put down 479 at the wheels which is crazy and uh we tried another one same thing like they're all very consistent at uh at a decent power range so yeah we built that truck to uh or sorry we bought that truck to build uh we put a we put an any level lift in that truck and then we put some american force 24s on it the concave series which was really cool it, it ended up being a really nice looking just clean um Clean truck, took it to a few shows, a few local shows, had some good hype on it. I mean, anytime there's any level lift, making that hydraulic sound going up and down, people are uh, people are flipping their heads around, what the heck is going on? So yeah, we went to a, a bunch of local shows um, with it and then ended up selling it out east. It, uh, it got trucked out east. So um, yeah, it was a fun project we did. Uh, um, we had a big pretty big uh, drag event this summer it's kind of our first shoot um you know since covid our first shot at it that it was fully open and we were allowed to have fun again so that went really well uh, i think we had like 500 guys out or something to our uh, our event to check it out so that worked out really well we had some good trucks um we've got a local track here that's you know it's an eighth mile track it's way up in the bush there's no service up there so it kind of like it's fun. Nobody's on their cell phone because you know you have no service. So everyone's like really engaged up there, and yeah. and we have a camp out the night before. So it ends up being a really fun event. And uh, the racetrack is is kind of okay, but um, we have a lot of fun. And, and like the event itself is fun to see everybody and catch up. So one of the things I really wanted to get a glimpse into is kind of the performance side a little bit with what you guys can do. There is a bit different than here, and I was really curious. You know when people call in or they stop by the shop and they've got a newer truck, you know, what are things that they're really looking to do or, you know, what are some kind of hot products or things they say, you know, Hey guys, can you do, you know, this to my truck or, or that? I'm just really curious how the, the diesel scene, you know, is different in Canada versus the U S. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely, we're lucky enough to, to get away with things that, that you guys can't in the U S um, so it's still a, a big mentality to, you know, get the thing deleted and get it, uh, get it running like they, you know, like, like the old trucks were, <laughs> that's still a huge mentality with the newer trucks. Um, you know, we're not seeing the mileage gains that we used to get out of them. So a lot of guys, I mean, it's definitely quieted down, um, especially this time of year, it quiets down in general for that kind of stuff. But, uh, yeah, the majority of people coming in, you know, we we do a lot of even emissions on stuff. You know, we do some emissions on tuning. We do lots of like 
guys just want their truck to be more responsive. So a big complaint of the newer trucks is just like dead pedal and, you know, turbo lag. So we get into some tuning for that. So it's, um, like pedal commander, pedal monster, all the throttle sensitivity boosters. Those are really, really popular. Um, a lot of that stuff leaves out the door. We do a lot of just general repair too, which, you know, keeps the shop plugging away. But uh, we've done some big engine builds this year. We've done some, you know, big, did a couple big Duramax builds, Cummins annually compound, 100 over injector stuff, like nothing insane, but, you know, getting into that seven, 800 horse range, uh, that seems to be a fairly, you know, fairly common uh, level to build at these days of where you can like have a nice reliable street truck at that seven, 800 horse, which is super fun on the road. Um, so we get the odd, we get like a surprisingly quite a few of those guys come through the door. Um, trying to think of what else we do. Um, <laughs> pretty much. You know, we spend lots of time. Yeah, we do pretty much everything, <laughs> but uh, we keep busy with, you know, lift kits and, and accessory stuff too. Um, it's, it's a good variety of stuff we get coming through the door, to be honest. So. It's a really interesting point that you made about fuel economy, because I think way back like 10 years plus, that was a huge thing with, you know, really any of the uh, Cummins Duramax or Power Stroke was, I think that was the reason most people, um, you know, in the U.S. did it either that or just the equipment wasn't quite ready, but they would get these huge fuel economy increases from it. <clears throat> and so to hear like, you know, where you guys don't have this stuff and the new ones necessarily not getting that, I think it can also translate back to people we have listening in the U.S. where they have a 2020, 2021, 2022. And, you know, if they ask around or chat with somebody with an older truck, that was what they did. That, you know, they wanted to get that kind of five, nine, you know, or LBZ or seven, three kind of fuel economy out of stuff. So to hear it's not like that is really interesting. Yeah. You know, I think that's like, <clears throat> it's a common misconception with guys. Cause I used to be able to, you know, I've been around for a while. I used to be able to like very safely say you're going to get 25, 35% better mileage out of the truck when it's, you know, when we rip that stuff out of there and now it's like, we'll be lucky if we see a game to be honest so that kind of deters a lot of people and I mean we're like very honest about that because people will call in and like yeah I want better mileage I'm like man you're not going to get better than 20 miles per gallon out of your one ton pickup like it just doesn't happen so yeah. we're not seeing that so that's kind of deterring people and then the the computers are getting locked up really tight um the 22 stuff like we can you know we can still access the Chevy stuff right up to 23 but 22 power strokes like we can uh you know we can load in stock power tunes but unless you want to swap your ecm to the older stuff um we're not able to add any power with just a flash and then the common stuff 22 we can't touch uh it's same thing people are swapping in older pcms getting away with it but now like in the last week here we've just found out that the dealership is their latest update is locking these computers up. So anyone with the 19 and newer Cummins, um, if you go to the dealer, like you're done. And if you, and if you have ripped that stuff out, like there's no option right now, other than trying to find an older PCM, um, or putting it completely back to stock. So <clears throat> they're getting, uh, it's getting tricky for sure. Would you say the reliability, would you say the reliability of, of these, you know, trucks that are you know, a year or two old is a lot better than what you saw in the past with, them i know it'll vary a little bit based on like we're talking 08 you know six seven cummins or you know 2019 but from your perspective are they less finicky with some of the 
controls and the DPF and the EGR and all the all the components that go with it. Yeah, they've definitely honed everything in. Uh, I mean, in general, they do work pretty well. We see the odd, like the biggest thing up here is like DEF heaters. They seem to burn out over time. The six, seven power strokes, uh, actually all of them, to be honest. But yeah, we don't uh, we don't see a lot of that stuff for repairs, especially on the newer stuff. They are, they're pretty good. They've got it kind of figured out. I mean, it's been what, going on like 15 years now that the stuff's been out. So they've really seen what, you know, what could go wrong and, and they've definitely refined the systems a lot more. Like we used to do a ton of manual regions, you know, just in the parking lot, guys would get plugged up and the trucks are, are pretty smart now. They don't, you know, the odd one, we see the odd, they obviously fluke things happen, but uh, in general, they're pretty, pretty stout. Don't see a lot of repair. Don't see a lot of issues with them. Mostly people want it. You know, they miss the sound. Like that's the big thing. Like yeah. I had a five nine Cummins, and I want my new one to sound like that. <laughs> okay. So. Well, uh, before the podcast, we we're chatting a little bit about racing and NHRDA, and I remember from our last podcast, you like to go fast and 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 have a little bit of fun. So, you know, like heading into next year, are there some big plans that you have for for racing, or maybe some customers that have stopped by and said, "Hey, you know, there's going to be some races here." Um, I want you to build this truck for me and put it together. Um, you know, what, what's the, the racing side going to look like? Uh, yeah, the NHRDA is coming back. Uh, Randy's brought it back. We were just saying earlier, like, I think it's been probably five years since they've been around. Um, we used to sponsor that event when it was in Edmonton, which is about like 10 hours from us. So we would, we would travel out, um, go to that event. He puts on a good show lots of people from all around and uh you know it gets this it's, it's a full circuit with like six or seven races so it goes through the u.s i think the finals are in uh, texas um so yeah that's really cool he's bringing it to canada it's going to be close to us so we helped sponsor that um it's gonna be down at mission at the they changed the name the titanium drag strip now so that's a full quarter mile which will be awesome um yeah i've got a beat up old six four that we we back halved and uh put some power to it. Didn't, didn't do so well this year. It made a couple of good passes. I was like, yes, finally going to get to get to go fast with this thing. I got new injectors in it. And uh, the transmission made three passes and, and said, see you later. So um, for my truck, I decided to get rid of the 5R110, which that truck came with. And I'm going to go to the older 4R100 uh, with the PCS controller so we can control everything manually. Uh, just you know, after I really wanted to keep that five speed in there and, and keep it all with the original six, four powertrain, but it just will not hold up at that horsepower level. Um, and then this year I've, so I, you know, the tranny's getting built right now, so it should be ready to go here in a month, I think he said. And then we've got, uh, I know you've had, I can't remember his name, but from Kill Devil on here. So I bought his heads uh, and his, that roller valve train from Jessel. It's going to go in there. And then I got a brand new Garrett G55 turbo going on it. So we're going to see if we can uh, <laughs> see if the engine will hold together with all that fuel and air. And, uh, you know, everybody's bugging me to put a Cummins in it, but I just keep, well, now I'm going to keep the 6.4 until it, you know, keeps keeps going. If it lets me down, then we'll uh, we'll go another route. But, uh, you know, Rudy's has been inspirational in that to, to see a truck go that fast with the 6.4 in it still. So, um, yeah, looking forward to this year. Hopefully get some passes in. Um, at our, at our own event this year, we, you know, we had 
the night before was the first race of the year. So the guys at the track were like, Hey, you guys want to make some passes? We'll make sure the clock's working and everything the night before. So we were just hanging out and making hot laps. All the guys from the shop were running their trucks and my truck was running good. And then next day on race day, it just, it missed a shift and, and I lost all gears. So um, that was unfortunate. Couldn't really even get going at our own event, but um, yeah, looking forward to this year. I think uh, that NHRDA event is in June. So we'll do that. Uh, we'll, we'll be putting one on hopefully the same, uh, same time of year in the spring, summer sometime and uh, should get a few races. That'd be awesome. What uh, now with the five the R would you say it was a, just an issue with power or what what was really the deciding factor to go to the 4 100 i i know that like the custom tuning side definitely you know will help with it but you know is there sort of a power level where somebody out there needs to say okay maybe i need to go the four speed route and not keep messing around with the, the five speed yeah i did i did a lot of digging there's not you know there's not a ton of guys running a 5r for a, any high horsepower they seem to hold up to about that 800 horsepower range and then they just won't hold together so I think the issue with the 5R is, you know, the adaptive learning. Um, I obviously can't drive this truck on the street and go like slowly break it in and make a few passes and get it to learn. I just like put it in, take it down the road, do a couple full throttle pulls. I'm like, okay, let's try racing this thing. <laughs> so that, I don't think that helps. Um, we just can't, you know, it shifts different every time. It's not consistent. Whereas with a PCS controlled truck, we can just say at this speed, shift and shift as fast as you can whereas this thing is like you know it's it's kind of got a mind of its own and i think that's the downfall of the 5r at that power level um you know i don't i don't know trannies well enough to know if the guts are the problem like in this case i, I it missed a shift um actually missed a shift but slipped too long and then it hammered into gear and the planetary inside just exploded so I think that if we could crispen up the shifts, like, you know, it was working great the night before. So it, uh, it just seems to have a mind of its own. And I think that's the downfall of the five R it, it is a good trans. Like we can, you know, it shifts very crisp when it's driven on the street. Like some of the tuners that are out there, I used to have, you know, Spartan tuning was really crisp shifting stuff, but when they were around, um, and, and all the custom tuning guys, they can make it shift nice and firm. It's just, uh, it doesn't seem to like to hold up too much when you're just taking it from sitting in the parking lot cold, running down the track, you know, you warm it up as much as you can, but I think without the learning and the constant driving, it's just not happy with that. Uh, in my application, anyways, that's set up. So. And when you go to the four speed and, you know, kind of adjusting the parameters that you can with the, with the controller, are there certain people on the transmission side or companies that you're going to lean on to say, Hey, do you guys have like a baseline for me that this might work and what should I adjust? What shouldn't I adjust? Or, um, yeah, I think I ran a, a PCS controller on a 48 RE swap and I was completely intimidated by all the things I could do with it. Yeah. And I'm like, I need some help with what I do and how quick I have the converter come on. And there's just so many things I could play around with in it. Yeah. It's, I, I honestly haven't got it. So I'm not, um, I'm not very versed in it either. I've never messed with it. There's another guy, um, up Canada here with a pretty wild seven, three that he's got a PCS controlled far for our, um, so I'm going to lean on him a bit, help me out. He always comes up to our events. Um, so I'm going to get him to help me out. 
And then I did mess mess around. Like we had a, a truck here with the fire pump controller in it. And uh, so I don't know if it's anything like that, but I, you know, I got a lot of time on that thing and learned that anteater controller. It's actually very good, uh, a nice setup for the 4748s. Um, but yeah, really, I'm just going to be shooting in the dark and hopefully, uh, hopefully with some help, we can dial it in, but it, it'll be nice to have like full control so we can do, you know, whatever we want to do and, you know, take a run and say, oh, I didn't like how that shifted. So they just tweak it from there. But I, I know what you mean. It's no different than, you know, I fired up EFI live for the first time and I was like, oh, I can do my truck. This would be no problem. And then you start like flipping through all these maps and you're like, oh my God, <laughs> there's no way I'm going to do this by myself. So with um now with the nhrda and are you going to travel to all the different events and and uh you know kind of go on the road a little bit or, or what's your plan with some of the races that are out there i would love to yeah there's some in uh, arizona um can't remember where they all are but there's a few that are you know close enough that we would love to hit i don't know about going to texas and stuff that gets pretty far and pretty far from home so we'll see i definitely would like to um it's a few of us local guys that uh, kind of band together when it comes to race time and we'll uh we'll try and hit a few of these up and load up in the trailer and go so yeah it'd be fun too for sure i don't know if my life permits me going to seven races all over the u.s but uh, do my best to get out to a few for sure now with uh, you'd mentioned the local guys there and, and kind of banding <laughs> together are they power stroke guys as well or do they have you know, duramax cummins or, or what's it like yeah, not power stroke guys. No, it's just me. Um, <laughs> mostly Cummins guys. Uh, you know, you've, I think you've talked to Mark from Deputy. He's got a nice Duramax drag truck that uh, we work pretty closely together and then hang out together quite a bit. So we'll, uh, yeah, we'll see if we can bend, bend with those guys and make a few trips. It's fun when a few shops go together and, you know, hunting for horsepower used to be right across the border from us. And we would all go down to that. It's a great time when they had that. And uh talking to dynamite i think he said that they might try and put an event on again this year somewhere around there so um it'd be nice to go down uh, and get to a few of those they're super fun one of the really cool things i love doing a podcast is just chatting with so many different shops or people or, or racers and i get a lot of uh, a lot of listeners in canada that want to do they want to do a build and they're looking for you know a place to take their truck or somebody to call ask questions, order parts, or, you know, sometimes ship them there. And so it's really helpful, you know, like on our first podcast, we had a lot of people message in and they're like, you know, they're not that far from me. I've wanted to do this with my truck, you know, thanks for having them on. And so it's so cool to be able to connect someone who's like listening in their truck or they're working and they've got this power stroke Cummins or Duramax and be able to say, you know, Hey Jordan, this guy's looking to do some stuff with his truck. And so I really love to focus on you know, kind of diesel performance there, because I know there's a lot of listeners we have that are in Canada all over, you know, different provinces. And, you know, they look to that expertise. And I think the stuff that you guys can do with, you know, newer trucks and you know, older ones and all the resources you guys have is really cool to be able to, you know, help with the performance side, the racing side. I know there's a lot of fast trucks that are up there and, and, you know, people who are pushing performance. And so that's, that's one of my favorite things about doing these is just, you know, talking trucks and being able to connect people and uh, enthusiasts to companies. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. 
The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Yeah, it's awesome. I think I think a lot of U.S. companies have kind of reached out to to us for that same that same factor. They can sell a lot of performance stuff because I mean the scene's still big up here and it's it's still going strong. Um, you know, we don't we don't have to hide our hide what we do. The same as it, it might have to go down in the U.S. So yeah, we get a lot of people from all over Canada. We get people traveling from other provinces and uh, to bring their trucks to us. And we're very fortunate in that. We, we appreciate every bit of work we get. Um, like we talked about before, we have a huge online store. So we ship all over the US and Canada. Um, and same thing, I think people people turn to us because you know we do have a shop. We do, you know, we do get into the race scene. We do get into these, you know, builds where, uh, not just a, a general repair shop, you know, throwing on a throwing on a tuner and kicking it out the door. So we have seen a lot, you know, like I say, been doing it for 11 years now. So I've seen a few things and was a mechanic long time before that. So there's uh, yeah, a bit of expertise and we've got a, we've got a, like an awesome lifestyle following around, you know, around us and, and we've got some great supporters we like love going to uh, putting on events and seeing everybody come out and, uh, it's just like a big family and, you know, people want to be part of that family and we appreciate that for sure. Uh, I, just, yeah. I, just, I just thought of a question to ask you, um, you know, with winter time, I know this huge cold snap is, you know, getting ready to hit, I think all of North America here pretty soon. Yeah. We, we got it this morning. We're at 25 below Celsius. Wow. It's uh, yeah. The six liters are hating today for sure. So, <laughs> well, it goes kind of right in line with my question because sometimes um, these guys will message in and they're working on a pipeline or they're, it's just these temperatures we never see here, like in the lower 48, really. And they'll say, what can I do in these extreme cold temperatures to try to help with fueling or just, you know, my truck start? What are some tips you would give somebody that's, you know, it's below zero, I think. I mean, there's some places in Wyoming, I think, that are with the wind chill coming up are supposed to be like minus 50, minus 60. And I'm sure there's parts of Canada that it's like that, you know, kind of all the time, but I really don't have an answer for them. I don't know what to tell them because I don't see it that cold. So what kind of tips would you give somebody, you know, in that position to protect their truck, to get it to start, maybe try to avoid gelling up and, and being stuck? Yeah, I mean, the biggest, the biggest killer is fuel for sure. So in the winter, we, you know, we fight you're pretty lucky if you're, you know, in a big town where there's, you know, good good fuel stations but like you say a lot of these guys work on the pipeline and the pipeline might be in the middle of nowhere and there's just some little gas station they all have to fuel up at or they're they've got a tank in the back of their truck and you know you can filter it as much as you want but if water gets in there if snow blows in there there's there's just moisture in it so um fuel additive is definitely big um we were talking about hot shots before like we sell a lot of the hot shots um edt with uh, with winter treatment which we were just talking yesterday some of the guys had tried that in their own trucks and it was pretty cold here yesterday too and they were like wow my truck starts way better um a big thing on the older trucks is going to be injectors right as injectors get older it gets hard to start um you're getting lots of lots of leak by every injector has a 
has an amount of fuel that is going to leak past it. And as these get worn out and the truck's cranking over slower and, and, you know, it takes, you know, it just takes more to start it. It might not have that oomph to, to get going on a cold day. So, you know, lots of older LB7s, Cummins, 5.9 stuff, um, a, a new set of injectors from, from any of the good manufacturers can make a huge difference in, in a good start. Uh, no different than like the Ford six liter guys. Like we've had, you know, you have some six liters that won't even start at freezing and they got to plug it in. And then you have ones with, you know, a good injector and running good oil um, that'll start at 20 below with, with no issue. I mean, they don't, not happy, but they'll start. So any of the seven, three, six liter guys, the oil additive is huge. Um, there's lots of companies making it, Hot Shots, RevX, Arch Oil, all that stuff. Um, they all have their um, their secret sauce in there, but they all do help help start the truck up for sure. That that's a been a huge difference. I mean, I've seen that. I used to have a big service truck with a cat in it that has same injectors as uh, the six three and or sorry six zero and seven three. And, it, and that additive made a huge difference in the oil. So, you know, running a good synthetic 540 in the winter is big. Um, lots of guys opt for the, you know, hot shots, Shell Rotella. Uh, that stuff makes a huge difference on those trucks. And it'll make a difference on the, on the common rail stuff too. Um, just having a good oil in there, keeping everything, you know, it, it, everything moves a little better when it's cold. And then you'll also get oil pressure right away versus, you know, if you have some thick 1540 in there and it's, 25 below, you, know, you might be running for 30 seconds before the top end of your engine sees any oil, which is hard on it. So, so it, it'd really be almost a, uh, really a maintenance schedule, um, but kind of preemptive too. Is I've seen some guys, you know, here they're kind of freaking out and they're, you know, trying to to put the additive in, you know, the day of, but you know, really kind of staying on a schedule with it, which I imagine they're with the temperature fluctuation you know, you guys are all dialed in to get guys starting to use it at a certain time of year and doing these things beforehand. So you're not just stuck out there on <laughs> yeah. the job site and then it happens, you know? Yeah. I think people are pretty, you know, we know it's coming up here all the time. It's definitely cold, colder now than, than normal. This is pretty abnormally cold for us. So, but yeah, a lot, a lot of parts of Canada, you know, you like you say, it's cold all winter, so they know it's coming and you're right. You want to have that stuff in your fuel system you know, to dump it in your tank on a cold day, you know, it take a bit to work its way up to the, you know, the injection pump and the injectors. It's not just going to instantly go up there. So you want to have it in there and same with that oil additive. Um, I've seen that stuff work very quickly, but you definitely, you know, if your truck's not starting, then you're, you're kind of hooped. You don't want to be dumping it in on a cold day unless your truck's already running. But yeah, I've, I've seen those guys come in with, you know, six liters in a cold day that, you know, is missing on a cylinder and they'll dump it in the parking lot and within like two minutes you can hear that thing like level out and start running better so it's just pretty wild how impressive that uh, the additives can work i feel like oil and, and fuel is stripped down of of everything essential and it's kind of the bare minimum that they can get by with to keep the things running and uh, to put the additive in definitely helps keep things alive it can keep you know it makes your if your injectors can could last longer because they have you know more lubrication in there and and they keep the water out of it, then it's, it's a no brainer for, you know, a few bucks a tank. That's for sure. And last time we had chatted about that, uh, that power stroke and, you know, the really cool build and you'd went through some of the things that, that you guys had done with it since we chatted last, but heading into next year, do you have a, a big build plan looking at a new truck, anything like that? Or. 
Uh, yeah, I did order a 23. Uh, who knows if we'll see it this year, but uh, <clears throat> yeah, we've got a 23 limited power stroke coming. Um, we obviously, you know, nobody really knows what they'll, we kind of know what they look like, but it'll be nice to see and, uh, and see what we can do for that. And it would be fun. Yeah. We're kind of trying to do, you know, one of those a year, do a fun build where, you know, it keeps, keeps everybody kind of entertained and has a nice piece to park in front of the shop, take some photos of. So we really like doing that. The, you know, the guys in the back obviously love doing that kind of stuff over working on some, uh, some old stuff. So keeps the fun keeps the fun in the shop and then it's it's also really cool to be like on the forefront of you know test fitting parts for you know companies like any level lift making sure stuff fits uh you know wheels we would love we're gonna try and make our own set of wheels this year for the truck like i said we did a set for my own truck last year that was really fun with the, the cnc mill we did a set of 2212s polished up and uh with our own logo in it and stuff that was really cool so if we do one this year, we'll be putting our own wheels on it for sure. Um, we've had a, a lot of interest actually in the wheels. Uh, we just need to kind of bite the bullet and, and buy the blanks and and get cut. And some the guys in manufacturing are just flat out with you know new products that we're trying to develop for the you know the everyday trucks. Wheels are kind of a more one-off thing. Um, obviously, lots of fun to do, but uh, but yeah, that's kind of all we have on the forefront for this year. Just keep coming out with some new products. We've messed with uh, the LM2 Duramax. Um, that's the new, I think that's the one for the, the new half, half ton um, Chevy. So we're doing a like a cat fuel filter adapter for those. We, we were lucky enough to have one in the shop that was um, somebody had stuck DEF in the, in the fuel. So we had that thing ripped apart to like, it was crazy how far <laughs> that thing had to come apart just to get all the systems out of there. Like we had the tranny out of it, like, it was wild just to get at everything. They're not fun to work at or, or work on. I'll, I'll give them that, but uh, they seem to be working pretty good. And we've come up with a couple little tricks for that. And, uh, you know, we like to get the brand new stuff in and and just kind of size up some, some trinkets that we can build in-house to, you know, make the trucks work better, last longer. You know, try and save people some money on changing fuel filters too, if you can buy a... $20 cat filter versus the $150 OEM filter. It's, it's nice. And you know, you're getting the same filtration. So that's a big savings. And yeah, you're right. When the, you know, new, a new truck or, or, you know, body style, these updates happen, you know, the enthusiasts want to do stuff to them or they want to, you yeah. know, get to play around with them a little bit. So I think being right on the cutting edge of that, it's probably really exciting to be able to, you know, take that 23 whenever it does hit and say, <laughs> all right, guys, what can we do with it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we've got uh, got an engineer in house, and he's got his three D scanner out all the time. And he's, uh, you know, as soon as we get something new in there, he's he's in the shop. He's got his head in there measuring stuff, trying to make new parts. Um, yeah, that's been super fun. I love that side of our business and uh, trying to develop some, you know, little fixes for common problems. I mean, obviously, we don't know a lot of common problems, but the obvious stuff like the filter adapters is huge. Um, you know, the new power strokes are just coming out with, or not new power strokes, sorry. The new Duramax are coming out with these like tiny little oil filters. So we're making adapters so you can run a full size oil filter again. Um, yeah, just trying to stay up with uh, the new stuff and try and make little fixes for, for common problems. So. I've heard from some other guests I've had on and, you know, completely different parts of the industry talking about older trucks and how there's a lot of parts that are, you know, being discontinued by you know, either GM or, 
you know, Ram or Ford, and there's this huge void. So when you look at the older trucks, do you look at that as well and think, hey, you know, I can't go down to the Ford dealership and get this anymore. Or can't go to GM and get this part. <clears throat> Maybe we should look at doing this. Kind of those, you know, fix it kind of maintenance items that there's tons of people who are going to need them and the dealership just can't support them anymore. Yeah, it's been, uh, it's been tough. You know, you phone in for something that's like 2007 and the dealership tells you, oh, that's, that's obsolete discontinued. And you're like, man, that's in my head, that's like still a fairly new truck. So yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, I'm, I'll be honest. We haven't done a ton of R and D into that side of things. It's definitely a market that's, that's going to be there for stuff that you just physically can't get anymore. Um, with the older stuff, there is, you know, there's a lot more parts available just because they've been out for longer and there's lots of companies building it. Um, but yeah, I think you're right. I think there is going to be a void in, in parts that we just can't get anymore, especially like, you know, you phone in for common, common things like, you know, lines, fuel lines, cooler lines, stuff like that. And you just can't, can't get it. And even the jobbers don't make it anymore. So there will definitely be a, a market for that. Well, there already is. And uh, it'll just grow as things become unavailable, I'm sure. Yeah. It's no yeah. different than like with the classic stuff, you know, you've got these huge companies that do all everything for the, the classic trucks. There's, it's becoming, you know, there's like a span in there where the truck's not old enough to be like available from some big company that's, that's come out with it yet but uh, but there's nothing there from the dealers so yeah that was a uh, there was an episode i did uh, the gentleman in ontario we're talking about first gen rams and he was telling me you know on the episode about different things like emblems or weather stripping things you can't get anymore but there's a lot of these yeah. trucks on the road and it's like you know what if i want to you know put some new badges on or you know do this thing with the windshield or just these little tiny things that if you own one of those trucks you're going to want and you're not gonna be able to find it so yeah. Um, that was something that's really cool because I know there's a lot of people looking into the older trucks, you know, especially in the U.S. They want it something simpler, um, you know, to operate, and it's it, it's great. But then you know you need this door handle fix for an OBS Ford. Well, you know, you call up the guys CP Addict or yeah. you know, reach to these different places. So it's really exciting to see the support of old and you know new trucks. For yeah, there's certainly like a following with those, you know, the first gen stuff and the OBS Ford stuff. It's, it's awesome. And uh, yeah, I know those guys from, from CP Attic. They're great guys. And I follow them too on Instagram and see all these cool products they make, like little fix-it things that you, know, you wouldn't even think of. And then you see it, you're like, oh yeah, it's right. Everything, every truck that comes in here like that, it has that broken or something. And they've thought of it and, and built it. That's wicked. <laughs> well, I know that there's going to be you know, people listening and they might be near you. They might be you know, a little bit of a ways, but they're looking for that expertise that we chatted about. And um, what are some, some ways or, or, or really what's the best way to be able to you know, like reach out to you guys, you know, whether it's on Instagram, call in, jump on your website, people ask some questions where it's about six liter or winterizing their vehicle, or maybe they're looking for, you know, like a SEMA type build or something with their, with their new truck. Sure. Yeah, we get we kind of get everything, and you can get a get a hold of us. We've got a pretty big team of of people, you know, answering the phones, answering emails. So, and we we've got you know finally had to get a guy to kind of manage our Instagram because I just you know it's not not fair to just not get back to everybody. So, really, you can get a hold of us however you like, whether it be Facebook, Instagram. Um, the most common thing is just people phone in; they want to chat about it, and I feel like that's still out there in the diesel industry more so than 
maybe some other industries is people just like to talk about it. They want to phone in, they want to talk to a human, they don't want to email. So we've got lots of people answering the phones and, and they're, every one of them is an enthusiast and loves chatting about trucks. We've got a ton of knowledge here between all the guys. Um, and yeah, we, we're more than happy to help out with, you know, if your dream is to just something basic or you want to do full-blown SEMA build that we can be part of or, or a full, you know, something with big horsepower that you want to drive on the street and take down the race strip. Uh, we do have, you know, a ton of ex expertise in that. We've been doing it quite a while. So we'd love to, uh, to chat about it and, and help out however we can. So. Well, it's always, it's always great to chat with you. And, and like I said, the first episode we did, you know, talking about six, seven power strokes, the kind of power that you guys are making with them. Yeah. I'm definitely going to be following next year when, that 2023 hopefully hits here pretty soon for you. And then also yeah, the race truck, you know, with the four speed and, and seeing how that, how that goes. There's a, there's definitely a loyal following of six, four owners. I've talked to them. I've had some of them yeah. on, they love that engine. You know, they've, they've done, they have the upgrades they need to do and they're, they're, they're yeah, it's hard to beat, man. There's uh, you know, when they came out and we could just put a tune on there and get 300 extra horsepower. Like they are, they've got a, <laughs> a wicked fuel system, uh, the very stout bottom end, uh, yeah, I'm super excited. I'm going to go to the 88 mil charger on there, single charger. So I don't know if, I don't know if it's going to come to life or not, but it's, you know, <laughs> being that it's a ball bearing turbo and I've got a like high stall converter in it. So hopefully we can bring it to life and, uh, and make it work. I'm really excited for this year to try and make some passes. I'd love to get down to that, you know, 590 and just be able to run there consistently and have the thing hold together. So, you know, I'm going to fight it tooth and nail to not put a Cummins in it. So sorry to all the Cummins guys, but I'm going to try and stay true to the six, four and, uh, and make it go. So <laughs> it, it reminds me of that shirt. I think Jaron Holder has, this says I think it says nobody cares about your Cummins, bro, or something like that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've seen that once. That's awesome. <laughs> well, I definitely uh, appreciate your time today chatting with me. Uh, give awesome, me some, man, yeah. yeah. Give me some insights into in the different parts of the, you know, the market there. And uh, yeah, keep me updated on the race truck. I'm really curious. I, I love racing and um, you know, it sounds like a really cool plan you got put together and definitely have to sit back down, chat again. Yeah, for sure, man. I uh, appreciate being on. Thanks for, uh, thanks for reaching out and uh, have a great, uh, have a great winter. We'll, we'll talk to you soon. And hopefully next time we chat, we're, uh, we're on the road racing. So don't forget diesel fans. If you got a Duramax, whether it's an LB7, L5P, anything in between, you're looking to make sure that it runs as best as it can. Maybe there's, um, you know, it's a truck you just picked up. You want to avoid some issues. Um, guys over at D-Max Store, that's what they specialize in. That's their passion, are Duramax trucks. And we appreciate, you know, their support throughout the years and the information. You know, a lot of times they get a message from someone and I may not have had that particular model or face that particular issue. I can always reach out to those guys and be able to get an answer from them on what direction I should take, what parts will work to fix it. So whether you're looking to do something with turbo, the engine, heating, cooling, transmission, um, fuel system, anything in between, those guys definitely got you covered. Just go on over to dmaxstore.com. You can check out everything that they have. Or if you have questions, want to talk to them, just call 877-4MY-DMAX. They love talking about trucks. They've seen pretty much anything that you're going to see you know, on a LB7 to L5P. So if you're looking to be able to get expert information, be able to make sure that you get the parts that you need for your truck, those are the guys to, to chat with. Also, don't forget, if you're in the market for a knife, our friends over at Kershaw Knives have a 20% off discount code for you. Just use code DIESEL20. 
on their website and you know whether you're looking for a knife any of the cool accessories that they got it's a great way to be able to save some money whether you're an enthusiast a collector or you just need something to be able to have on you you know hunting fishing the job site throwing a toolbox something like that they've got something for every budget want to give a shout out to some of our patreon supporters tyler low and the 23 diesel caleb john we appreciate all their support all of you who subscribe on youtube podcast apps you're on our discord follow us on instagram facebook you guys keep us going keep us on our toes we love doing this podcast for you guys so suggestions you have for episodes guests we've got a ton of them we got a lot of them over the holiday season so we're going to be busy getting these guests and these companies on but let us know drop us a message let us know topics you want to hear or people you want to hear from until next time keep the shiny side up